Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, featuring, no, not featuring Larry Bird, who's not walking through that door. Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. Cedric Cornbread Maxwell's not walking through that door. Antoine Walker's not walking through that door. Joey Devine is walking through that door. Milt Palacio's not walking through that door. Eric Mondros is not walking through that door. D Brown's not walking through that door. Len Bias is not walking through that door. Sean Keen is walking through that door. James Posey's not walking through that door. Greg Kite's not walking through that door. Danny Ainge might be walking through that door. Eddie House is not walking through that door. Wally Zerbiak's not walking through that door. Musical guest, Rick Pitino and the Dropkick Murphys. And now the host of Round Ball Rock, not walking through that door because he's already inside, Dave Schilling. Oh, hello everyone. Welcome to the Round Ball Rock podcast. There go that man, Sean Keen. How are you doing? I'm all right, Dave. Excellent. Hand down, man down. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> And then there's Joey Devine. Hi. There you go. See, Joey did not do his catchphrase last week. Really disappointed. I don't know fans. why that's my catchphrase. It is, though. It, you don't get to choose your catchphrase. Your catchphrase chooses you. Mm, Just yeah. like a nickname, the, you can't choose It's true. A I did put on the, the catchphrase hat 
and it yelled hi yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's when you it's like being uh it's like uh choosing a house uh when you go to hogwarts mm-hmm. that's and why it, that's why i said that the hat yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, i i know something about harry potter i do it's hard it's hard people don't choose their catchphrases though originally in family matters steve urkel's catchphrase was i'm very sorry i'll never appear on the show again <laughs> and then they had to change it in rehearsals yeah. to did i do that well it's because yeah he, he was yeah he's on the show a lot uh <laughs> we just watched i'm a little punch drunk because we just watched clippers warriors and uh, it, it was, was terrible. Ugly. I, I was, mean, the Warriors were great, but I was so pumped for this game uh, when I got here. We got Domino's pizza. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I was just like hyped uh, for this game more than any game this season because the Clippers have played so well. They, they're one of the best defense in the league right now. Mm-hmm. And you think, well, if anybody's going to stop the Golden State Warriors, it's going to be the Clippers. And they just didn't. They've got they've got three guys who have made an All NBA team, mm-hmm. a two times six man of the year, the NBA's finest podcast host. They have two <laughs> members of the Hoopers. Wait a minute, the NBA's finest pod. Zach Lowe plays for the Clippers. Well, active active players. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, Zach. Lowe, shout out to the Low Post. Great show. Yeah, I don't good. I don't know if that's the best. Anyway, you like the starters on. better? No, I'm a I'm an ESPN True Hoop man. Oh, it's sure. The only that's the only NBA podcast funnier than ours. Oh wow! <laughs> oh, Shout okay. out to Big Waz. I'm I mean, that's that's pretty solid praise coming from you. Yeah. Um, the Warriors just had a great week in general. Clay Thompson scored sixty points. He did in three quarters. Mm-hmm. That was pretty and, impressive. Uh, what was the stat that you told me uh, earlier today? On his made baskets, he dribbled eleven times. How much? How much time did he actually hold? Ninety the ball? seconds and yeah. for the entire game. Sixty point, sixty total points, fifty-five total dribbles. I don't understand how that's physically possible. You know, you gotta. If you're light years ahead, a lot of amazing things happen. Mm-hmm. It's Einstein's theory of uh, a relatively impressive sixty-point game. <laughs> Uh, you know what? You know what my theory is, though. What I don't. Okay, so so the Warriors were taking a lot of heat earlier in the week because uh, Draymond was kicking people. Draymond was kicking people. Steve Kerr was uh, encouraging smoking, the smoking youth of America dudes. to smoke well, weed. Well, to be fair, Draymond's foot was hitting people in the face. He wasn't kicking. He people. did kick oh, yeah, Marquise like Chris saying, in that Suns game. <laughs> okay, that one time. And then, like, he's now he's a dirty player. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that he ran into James Harden. Oops. You know, that's, uh, but anyway, so Steve Kerr got into a lot of trouble because he was encouraging the youth of America to smoke weed, mm-hmm. according mm-hmm. to some well, other for, NBA coaches. For legitimate uh, medical, medical reasons. reasons. Yes. Anyway, Clay Thompson wanted to prove hey, I'm one of the NBA's most high profile weed smokers. enthusiasts. <laughs> I'm going to score 60 points in 29 minutes. And he did it. He did it, and, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. Like, it just how can you, how how useful can you really did. say that marijuana is that devastating when you can score 60 points and only dribble 11 times when you're scoring? He was just locked in. Like, yeah. it makes you focus more. I think that's it. Like, he was, you know, a lot of players have a lot of anxiety. He listened that many shows. He listened to Santeria before mm-hmm. the game and <laughs> just felt good. He <laughs> was not. He was a bad fish too. Mm-hmm. We're talking yeah. about. Practicing Santeria? Yeah. yeah. We're talking about practicing Santeria? <laughs> Come on. 
<laughs> Talk about practicing Santeria. Oh, I could do that all day, but I won't. I feel like we must have made that joke before. No, right? I think you. I think no. you led into that. I think you invented that joke right now. Really? Fun yeah. Thing, fun thing to remember about that that AI rant. Do you he know was what he drunk. was talking about? Uh, well, the question <laughs> was he missed practice because his childhood friend was murdered, mm-hmm. and that's what the question was about. Not like, mm-hmm. do you go to practice? It was like. Hey, buddy, my friend died. You're talking about practice? Not even basketball, the game I love? Santeria, the religion I practice? <laughs> <laughs> this barbecued armadillo in front of my locker? <laughs> it's a different time, okay? The NBA was way less woke than yeah. it is now. Well, that's way why they woke. had to have the dress code, because he kept wearing chicken bones around his <laughs> neck, and he would he'd throw saltpeter and cinnamon... <laughs> <laughs> That's how LeBron got that powder idea. Oh, right. It was actually a Santeria sacrifice that Allen Iverson. He kept screaming every about. Day. He kept screaming about not drinking Joe Boo's rum all the time. Mm-hmm. It was really weird. Philly in the late '90s was a weird time. Yeah, weird place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's why Sam Hinkie swooped in and changed the culture. We can't mm-hmm. talk about Sam Hinkie <laughs> again. We've. We need we need a hinky break. We need a break from the hink. No, he's not even in the league anymore. We talk about him so much (laughs) because he's basically the mascot of this show. No, Joel Embiid is the mascot of the show. Yeah, but there would be no Joel Embiid without Sam Hinky. I'm gonna say that's that's not not true. true. (laughs) (laughs) He might have. Played an NBA game in his first two seasons without (laughs) Sam Hinky. Okay, maybe. Uh, but I do wonder if, like, I wouldn't be totally shocked if Sam Hinkie loves Shirley Temples, too. Yeah, well, he doesn't drink, right? He definitely doesn't drink, doesn't smoke. See, I think Sam Hinkie brews his own beer. He's one of those guys. Oh, like a, a homebrew enthusiast. Yeah. He got, the, yeah. he got the kit from Target for Christmas mm-hmm. one year, and he's uh-huh. like, oh. And now he's like, I have to figure out how to make the perfect <laughs> The perfect beer. Have and a lot of his friends are like, you trying out that beer trying kit? And he's like, you can expect my next batch in seven to eight years. Have yeah. But I have to, I have it's to in actually Europe burn. Right now. I'm yeah. burning down a part of my house. Brewing beer is my first attempt. <laughs> Got to start from ground zero. Have you guys seen the movie Flubber? Which one? The one with Robin Williams? No. Yes. Okay, you know how he... I've got, also seen the original, The well, Absent-Minded Professor. That's a classy movie. Mm-hmm. But, like, Robin Williams in Flubber has the wacky hair, and he mm-hmm. looks like the a bad... The burned face. Side. He has a burned face. Like, he has a burned face. He has, face. like, yeah. a cartoon smoke, black smoke on, his on his face. Yeah. yeah. That's what Sam Hankey looks like no. when he's brewing beer. Like a chimney <laughs> sweep with a lot of improvisational skills. Yeah, and eventually the beer congeals into a... A substance that you can throw. I also feel like Sam Hinkie's one of those guys who's like, you know, uh, beer and bread have basically the same ingredients. Yeah, you're, oh, you totally. might as well yeah. be drinking a sandwich, right? Yeah. Now. <laughs> why is it that we don't drink sandwiches? Why, why do we eat it? Why don't we eat a beer and drink a sandwich? Why don't we eat pizza backwards? <laughs> Boy, that's God. He was in the wrong time because he absolutely would have made a Pizza Hut commercial with Joel Embiid, and then it'd have been like, "You're eating your pizza the wrong way, crust first. And Joel Embiid would be like. I don't know. Sometimes you have to go through the rough stuff to get the delicious <laughs> stuff. And Sam Hinkie's like, have you considered becoming a general manager? Well, it's just more efficient to eat the stuff that you don't like. And then at the end, 
you're just left with delicious pizza instead of the the disappointment of the crust. I also imagine them just stacking Pizza Hut boxes and stockpiling them for future years, <laughs> and then they're just robbed blind by the Noid. <laughs> <laughs> We've we've gone. We have talked. We talked about Sam Hinkie so much more than we've talked about anything that's happened this season. Let's move on to a a topic that has well, way back more to, to Clay Thompson. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. fine. Uh, I want to move on, but you guys are in charge. No, I'm want... going to pull at least sixty Instagram models. Out <laughs> uh, my the most amazing part about the Clay Thompson thing for me is like. Even in that, which should have been like one of the great moments in franchise history for the Warriors, Warriors owner Joe Lacob found a way to make that super weird. Did you see what he did after the game, Dave? He did not. Let's tell tell our audience what uh, he did. He presented Clay Thompson with a single rose, <laughs> like from the Bachelor. Yes. Uh, did he accept? Did I Clay think accept? so. I believe so. I guess you can't really tell with that face. Like, it's basically the same face no matter what happens. But can you imagine, uh, like, imagine a great, in fact, imagine Kobe Bryant, right? That yeah, the great Black game Mamba. where he uh-huh. scored 62 against the Mavericks and the Mavericks scored like 60 points or whatever that game was. Can you imagine Dr. Buss going down and then, like, Give with a, a survivor no. tiki torch oh, yeah. and then extinguishing it? <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> the tribe has spoken. Great game. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way he would You done are that. the weakest link. Just kidding, it's Smush Parker. <laughs> <laughs> that that's one. I wish that was someone's catchphrase in the NBA. Like I could see Paul Pierce thinking that was cool. Like he hits a shot and as he's running backwards he goes, You are the weakest link. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been Antoine Jameson. Yeah, I don't. Did you say Paul Pierce? <laughs> Paul, Paul Pierce, Pierce is a little too hard. Yeah, he would have come up with something awesome. <laughs> oh, to yeah. Say. Yeah, it, it would have been Antoine Jameson. I, I think actually Gordon Hayward would say something like that. Like, he just recently saw that show. He's like, oh, oh. I, see, I was going Antoine Jameson to make it time period specific as well. Yeah, but uh, Gordon <laughs> Hayward plays in Utah, and I think they just That's got that point. show yeah, in yeah. syndication. It's it, true. That um, is how Utah works, right? right. <laughs> well, <laughs> it is It is true. Like, a lot of TV shows have had that kind of influence on the A, but, like, Kevin Willis insisted on being paid uh, Scrabble-style Chuck Woolery, and they would have to count in the money, 100, mm-hmm. 200. That is a reference that's so old that no one listening to this <laughs> understands what you're talking about. Because, yeah, they're like, uh, you don't Who know how a podcast works. Who the fuck is works. Chuck Woolard? Did you, know that, uh, did you know that when Dikembe Mutombo would do his famous finger wave, uh-huh. he'd also say, no whammies, no whammies, <laughs> no whammies. <laughs> uh, yeah. Know, you know, well, Adam? actually, you know when Nick Young did that famous uh, three-point shot where he missed it but spun around in celebration? Mm-hmm. What he yelled to his teammates as he was jogging back on defense was, "Missed it by that much." <laughs> uh, you know, you know, every every time uh, Jamal Silky Wilkes made a three-pointer, he sang the Rainbow Connection from the Muppet movie. Wow. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. That like the like all the verses, the entire song. So for the rest of the game, because he'd only make two. Threes. Yeah, I guess so. um, Did you know that when Steph Curry does that chimmy, uh-huh. he also goes, my wife. <laughs> oh, I have, yeah, heard, yeah, I have yeah, heard that. Yeah, it's, he's, it's from Borat. And then yeah. Aisha 
thinks he's just talking to her because Borat is too dirty for her to see. She mm-hmm. hasn't seen it. She hasn't seen it yet. No, no, no. Um, what else happened, guys? We can't just... <laughs> I, we I don't know. I could do this all day. We have not through one topic yet <laughs> without a terrible digression. But Joe Lacob's the worst, right? Yeah, That's sucks. how we end that. He, he like, like in any to... situation, could your boss give you a rose after like, hey, you just closed the deal? Or like, Dave, your, your NBA column for The Guardian was nominated for a Pulitzer Prize. And then he gave you a single red rose. Would that be the point where you're like, I guess I need to get a different job now? Yeah, I think or like, so. Or like, this is sexual harassment and I don't have to You worked it. at Grantland. Are you going to ask me if Bill Simmons gave me No, no, no. I was going to say you worked at Grantland, the most bachelor positive yes, place yeah, in yeah, the yeah. world. That's true. And they that's weren't true. handing no out judgment roses yeah. to people. I wrote, I wrote a recap of ba- the Bachelor in Paradise season the last year of Grantland and uh, no roses were mm. to be found. Not zero. Now, did you ever get invited on a one-on-one date, though, with Bill? No. Okay. no well, yeah. He did go on that group date where they all cried at Fast 7, though. Yeah, I told that story already. <laughs> I'm not telling that story again. In other news, BJ Armstrong had a tough week. Uh, uh, BJ Armstrong, big agent to, to the, the stars. stars. Yes. Can we quickly go through BJ Armstrong's client list? Do you have that pulled up here? Uh, I'll so have it in. For I will those have of you, it. let me walk yeah, it to yeah. you guys. Can well, you explain tell, it, please? Tell us who BJ Armstrong is Right, first. that's what I was going to do, and then let you take it from BJ there. BJ Armstrong okay. and Chuck Woolery are both very old so references this week. BJ Armstrong is a goal, is a former Golden State Warrior. <laughs> that's it. You the went main to Golden State Warriors? But, yeah, that's, he played for the Bulls. Uh, that was the joke I was oh, going to okay. make. All I, right. did, I thought you uh, were just being no, no, Joey Devine no. right now. Uh, B.J. Armstrong was uh, a point guard for the, uh, for the Chicago Bulls with Michael Jordan. Uh, people thought he was awesome, and then it turned out when he played, when he was playing not with Michael Jordan, he was not awesome. He started and, an all-star game. <laughs> that is that's the thing to remember when we think about um, players on like like when people were getting very excited about Dion Waiters last year on the Thunder, including myself. That's a point where you have to be like, hmm. But he was on the court exclusively with Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, Serge mm-hmm. Ibaka, and this is you, Steven this, this is coming from two guys who just lost their mind about Ian Clark tonight. By the way, oh yeah, I we mean, I love Ian Clark. But I, he's our B.J. Armstrong. Yeah. Exactly my point. Yeah. It uh, would still be ridiculous if he started an all-star game. Yeah. So B.J. Armstrong, <laughs> mediocre basketball player, and now mediocre. Uh, worse either. than mediocre, I okay, think. Okay, ba- literally Agent. bad. So Sean, walk us through what B.J. did okay, this week. So this week, um, B.J. Armstrong had two notable things that come out. I'm going to say the one I think is less stupid first. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is Draymond Green's agent. So mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a real feather in his cap. He went on a tirade about how uh, Draymond Green is being unfairly targeted just because he kicks someone every two weeks mm-hmm. on the basketball court. Usually yeah, people yeah. do not get kicked, particularly uh, this last flagrant foul for Draymond Green. I thought it was a little suspicious, but uh, B.J. Armstrong talked about how bad rule changes – NBA was going down the toilet. Yeah, he said that the league had never made a rule change that helped the game. Is that that's I believe that is what exactly he said. what he said. Yes. Um, wow. Okay. So I that's, mean, can you list 
three right now I, that have very much I can open? name one that helped B.J. Armstrong. Oh, what's that? Yeah, oh, yeah. when they moved to the three-point line closer <laughs> to the basketball hoop for two seasons. Wow. God, imagine how good Ian Clark would be. On, like, they actually call that the B.J. Armstrong rule. It's so weird that they do that. It's like Lou Gehrig's disease. Yeah. Um, yeah, Changing and what the was, salary cap rules that allowed him yeah. to get paid when he left the Yeah, polls. free agency. Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, the 24-second clock? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember uh, basketball before that? Uh, Hand-checking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 integrated teams. That's yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah that's uh, also a good one. Oh, um, so the garbage players like BJ Armstrong <laughs> could have jobs. What about replacing a peach bucket with a net? <laughs> <laughs> All good heresy, <laughs> according to BJ Armstrong. Uh, but the the most interesting thing that happened is uh, Donatus Motiunis, oh. restricted free agent for the Houston Rockets, uh, falling out with the team. They tried to trade him last year. He failed the physical, and the Pistons rejected the mm-hmm. trade. Um, since then, the Rockets made him a not particularly generous offer yeah. in restricted free agency. But um, which, by the way, up until this point, I'm with Donatus and. Uh, I'm with Donatus and BJ. Like, fuck yeah, make the Rockets pay you. You know what I mean? They're doing the right thing up to that point. Yeah, and you know, he's injury prone. He has not done a ton in the league, but the way restricted free agency works is you can either take the offer from your team, you can go into the market and see what kind of offers you get and your team can match, or you can accept the one-year qualifying offer which i think guys like Udin should actually do more it's personally. not very much money because yeah, he wasn't drafted that high but then you go out and you get your big bucks when you're, you're compl- unrestricted yeah. yeah you're unrestricted completely the next year. after the one year yeah so eventually uh the rockets had set an informal deadline that uh i think it was november 23rd i think that's it's correct. the rule that you have to sign a guy at this point and then you can trade him with other people you know at this point it doesn't seem like he has a lot of places to play mm-hmm. in Houston. Anyway, so he got a an offer sheet from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And the offer sheet from Brooklyn it's was It's a terrible deal. <laughs> well, it was still better yes. than the the offer it was two the Rockets guaranteed had. years and two non-guaranteed, yeah. And normally when you see these kind of deals, uh the Nets offer two of these in the offseason. They're they're really big money. Uh the money's like front loaded. They make it difficult for the other team to match. This was not that kind no. of contract. This was a slightly better deal than the Rockets were offering him. And that is clearly a deal that a team offers when they're trying to make nice with an agent, B.J. Armstrong. Yes. So the Nets signed him to this deal. The Rockets matched the offer. Because now has a... You know why the Rockets matched? Because Daryl Morey does not care about how people feel about him or his t- the people who play on his and team. And it's, it's just... it's you, Teams have this right. It sucks mm-hmm. for the players, but the teams have that right. And some guys get really paid because of restricted free agency. So Monty Yunus has signed with the Rockets. They are most likely going to trade him. He is not part of the long-term future. Sam Decker has his old job. And then he didn't report to take his physical. Yes. And so now he's just not getting paid at all. Yeah, he's Rockets, refusing to the, show up to the Rockets, the Rockets now. still have his right, and I can't tell if this is something where B.J. Armstrong just literally cannot uh, control what his client is doing and is trying to make it look good. I think this is B.J. Armstrong doing this, though. Tearing the system because down. Because a few days before, 
Mana Yunus had said he'll report to either one. He was happy to. Right. Because he just wanted he wanted security. He wanted a two year deal and not a one year deal. So are you telling me And but then the quote BJ Armstrong gave the other day is we're fighting for our rights. His right to not get a commission this season? Because that's what that's exactly what's going to happen. But also what happened is Donatus can't go play in Europe now. Because technically he's under contract and FIBA won't allow him to come in. Yeah, he could have played in Europe and the Rockets would have still retained his rights and he would have yeah. just been a restricted free agent again. But he but could because have... they signed that offer sheet, it counts as him signing the contract. He has to go play for the Rockets for four years. Or what the Rockets can also do is... Uh, I believe they can decline the offer sheet, and he just becomes a restricted free agent again. It's very strange, but basically, he has no leverage. And BJ Armstrong, Armstrong is, is fighting maybe for not rights. Helping. He's fighting for rights they don't have. Like, so, <laughs> so here's what I'm thinking: he has he has some guys who have gotten paid. Bismack Biombo is a BJ yeah. Armstrong I mean, line. congrats for that. But my question is: the Nets were clearly trying to get approval from B.J. Armstrong for the purposes of something. Mm-hmm. What were they trying to get? Here are, here are your options. Thank you. They were trying to either uh, get in good with Omer Ashik. No. <laughs> okay. One of the worst contracts in basketball. <laughs> okay. Uh, Which good work, B.J. Armstrong getting Omer Ashik. Yeah. Two of those contracts. <laughs> uh, Bruno Caboclo of the Toronto <laughs> <laughs> Like, literally the least known first-round pick in NBA history. The return yeah. of Bruno Caboclo. He's been in the D-League for three seasons now. Right? I, I think that's right. I believe the Mavericks drafted, like, a 7-6 Lithuanian pa- guy. Pablo Polvodskolson. Yeah. But people knew who he was. Wait, what was that last word you used? Pavel Polzolkin? Yeah, it's Polzolkin. Okay. And he turned out to have, like, literally have gigantism. Like, I think he was... Not funny, but funny. I'm saying, like, whatever Hagrid's dad had in Harry Potter, that's what this guy had. But people still knew who he was because he was big, and it was like, oh. People love, yeah, people love to see a big boy play mm-hmm. basketball. Bruno Caboclo, they're like, is he a DJ or a striker? <laughs> like he's he, he's a he's a Street Fighter character. But people That's weird. think he's the 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 idea of drafting Bruno Caboclo is he's like what happens when Giannis doesn't work out. Right. Actually, he was the first. Giannis. We're gonna see a lot more of those. But like now that Giannis has worked out, tons of like. Guys playing in high school gyms who are long are going to get drafted from different countries now. And Bruno was the first. Really quickly, I just want to say Bruno Caboclo sounds like the name of a guy who's fighting Conor McGregor next month. Oh, yeah. UFC 209 or whatever they're on. <laughs> well, and if you got – if say somebody gave you a Santa and it was like, oh, made from Caboclo chocolate, you'd be like, oh. <laughs> this is classy. This, this yeah. sounds good. Um, who else does he have so on here's, his here, The other choices are Nolan Smith. Okay, not, is he no. in the NBA? Uh, he is an unrestricted free agent. <laughs> okay, so not in the NBA. <laughs> 28 years old. I have no idea. He got drafted at like 24. So, so. how much older? Uh, Jan much? Vasili, currently okay. playing for Funer- Fenerbahce Uker. It's pronounced Fenerbahce. That's the highest wow. draft. That's the highest draft pick he's had. That's well. He also represents. So here are the actual possibilities. Could be Derrick Rose. 
No. I don't no. think the Nets are going to try to sign Derek <laughs> well, Rose. Well, maybe. No, they have Jeremy he, Lin. I don't think he and Jeremy Lin can coexist on a basketball court, a locker room, or even a 30-second conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I, don't th- I think you're right there. Uh, my theory, he's going for one of his most glamorous clients, JaVale McGee. The Nets are trying to get in good with JaVale. They see him tearing it up on this Warriors team. Think about all the jerseys that are get sold. These yeah, are I mean, some real trash this players. Is a, this is terrible. <laughs> oh, but I'm sorry, I didn't even mention Pooh Jeter, Devin Marble, <laughs> Salah Majiri. Oh, you know Nick Slavica from KK Sabona? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Larry Drew. Is he a head coach? Maybe. I can't tell. He plays for <laughs> Neptunus. It's an unrestricted free agent. Oh, anybody else? Can I? Can I? Uh, oh, well, you know, we're all big fans of Toyota Allvark. So Deontay Garrett, uh, combo guard. Why would you want to pick one position when you're playing there? And then uh, I, I really think this is the guy who has confused me more than anyone else that I've seen play this year because I keep seeing him and I'm like, no. And that is Samaj Kristen, backup point guard for the Oklahoma City Thunder, which is kind of like being the backup quarterback to a Manning brother. You don't <laughs> play. Yeah. You become more and more frail mm-hmm. in your time on the bench. Um, I believe Jim Sorge is actually deaf at this point <laughs> after his time. I, I feel like uh, B.J. Armstrong is like, uh, what was that Woody Allen movie where he plays the agent? Broadway, Broadway Danny, Danny Rose. Rose. He's, he's Broadway Armstrong. NBA Rose. Yeah, so so his best his best clients are Moutier, Emmanuel Moutier, and Draymond Green. But I think oh well, I th- and he's he's flush with that uh, Bismack cash. That's yeah, what this is. He's, that was a fat he's, contract. He's yeah. drunk on Bismack money, <laughs> and he's like, I can do it again. We can make it happen. <laughs> We're he's, gonna get he, it. He's like he's like the guy who's been at a craps table for like seven hours. Yeah. <laughs> Just bleary shot eyes, and he's like making up all these theories. And eventually, they're like, you have to go back to your room. He's like, I can do whatever I want. Uh, also, really disappointing as a warrior. I can't stress yeah, that enough. He was a terrible golden. He oh, was so depressing. Anyone also- can play point guard in the triangle. It's a. It's tough to to transition out of basketball into another career, especially when you are someone like B.J. Armstrong, who maybe. A lot of casual fans of the NBA don't know. But if you are a former superstar, there are a litany of opportunities at your fingertips. Specifically, prank shows. Wait, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering, I spent, I have a list of the things we're going to talk about. And uh, at no point did I see that one coming. That was like a massive curveball you just threw it was that's very how, confusing that's how we do a transition in this in this podcast i gotta game, say baby. round ball rock curveballs welcome <laughs> that's our motto uh no it's characters welcome that's our tagline oh, oh sorry it's okay. i forgot i uh, don't I know thought, drama wait, i thought we were round ball rock we know drama Oh yeah, no, that's that's what we do. Yeah, we yeah, know yeah, drama. we know drama. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Chris Webber, uh-huh. he, <laughs> this uh, is my favorite thing that's happened in the NBA this year. By the way, 
The Warriors, by the way, Joey's favorite team, I believe, are 18 and 3. Yeah, this, but <laughs> yeah, this, this is, is way better. <laughs> it's weird that you say that because Joey's favorite cable channel is actually True TV. That's yeah, true. I do love true. those impractical jokers. Have you seen the Carbonero effect? I have. I'm not that into magic. It freaks me out. Ah, it's good. Uh, those who can't. Love it. Great t- True TV show. A lot of our yeah. friends have been on that show. Yeah, I'm friends with Carbonero, actually. Are wow, you really? really? No. Would Damn he do man. the podcast? <laughs> Uh, no, he will not do the podcast. Yeah. I guess we're going to have to make the Caboclo effect <laughs> and run him out of business with Brazilian voodoo magic. Actually, Carbonero is doing the podcast. He's on the wall right here. What? He's been hiding this Carbonero whole time. is walking through that door. <laughs> I do like Carbonero wears a lot of wigs. And I'm a fan of wigs, so I do like that part of his show. Wigs are tight. There will be no wigs on Chris Webber's full Dave, court who's pranks. your favorite? Dave, who's your favorite impractical joker? Oh, uh, I don't know who they are. I don't know any of the names of the. Is it the Sal? Is it yes? Is it Q? It's both. Is it Mur? Wait, what? Is are it, these the names of people yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. on a show? Uh, Q, yes. You like I, Q? I He's like Q. He's got the long hair. Oh, I do. He you always make, tricks And then Picard. there's John. Are you guys impractically I just named, no, I, joking what, here's on what, me right no, now? No, here's what I just did. Uh-huh. Uh, remember how you named all the Ghostbusters? You named all I the impractical I named all the impractical jokers. jokers. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no one's going to care about Off that. Off the dome. No one's seen that Oh, Dude, oh. No one. They have a show. cruise. There's an impractical jokers cruise. Yeah, that show were is they, really were popular. They prank people. It is on True TV. Yeah, it is on True TV. Like, I'm gonna say 15 times a day. Wow, it's really good. I love impractical jokers. Actually, not even kidding. As someone who's never seen it before, I will take your word for it. Well, True TV. The reason I'm talking about Impractical Jokers so much is apparently they're becoming the prank network. Yeah, because Chris Webber's full core <laughs> prank gave, is a prank they, show. They gave Chris Webber a prank show called Chris Webber's Full Court Pranks. Uh, did you guys know that when uh, Chris Webber called timeout in the national championship game and realized later that there were no timeouts left for Michigan, mm-hmm. he was playing a prank? No, Ultimate he was getting pranked. Prank. No, 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 no. Oh. He, was in, he was in on it. Yeah. Oh. So, oh. He was playing a prank on Jawan Howard. Well, and then he was also – it was a long prank, too, because uh, he knew that those banners were going to get taken down. <laughs> <laughs> because of the bribes they all That's said. why he won't talk about it because yeah. it was all planned. He's ahead like, of it's time. too good. But here's <laughs> my. <laughs> he's like the Andy Kaufman of basketball. Here's my question, though. Yeah. Yeah. Of all of the people, like high profile people, who've played in the NBA in the last 15 years, uh, is there anyone with less of a sense of humor than Chris Webber? Oh. Maybe Michael Jordan. Yeah, no, he well, had, Jordan he had, was pretty funny in Space Jam. Weber had a wonderful moment on Inside the NBA when he defeated Kenny Smith in a race and uttered the famous phrase, run through the tape. In life, you must run through the tape. <laughs> Kenny Smith slowed down to celebrate his victory. Chris Weber got a cheap win and has been rubbing it in Kenny Smith's face for years. That's pretty good. Run through the tape. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I'm uh, trying to think if there's someone less funny. But what do you, what's, okay, so I read the description of this in the press release. Apparently, it's athletes playing pranks on their fans. Yeah. Wait a minute. That's Which, cruel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, remember when that millionaire played a prank on you? I'm more interested in, like, what are 
does Chris Webber play pranks in his life normally other than the timeout thing? <laughs> that was not actually a prank, by like, the way. Is he calling Jalen Rose in the middle of the night and hanging up and then refusing to call him back? Is that a prank? <laughs> and Jalen's like, look, man, I got caller ID. That's why Jalen carries a bat wherever he goes. Because Chris Webber might be behind Two him. decades no, of get harassment. Stop He's it. like, I know you have this show in the works. I just, we work in television. Just reveal it already. <laughs> it is such a weird Chris Webber's full court pranks. Is Oh, I love it so much. Okay, so here are some t- here are some pranks I thought Chris Webber could do. Um, okay, goes to a great team. Uh, sign up, sign, sign, sign a seven year, year yeah. fifteen year contract, fifteen year contract, yeah. and then opt leave after, after, after a year, force a trade, <laughs> and then the coach gets fired too. And and you don't make the playoffs uh-huh. for fourteen more years. <laughs> Webbed full court prank. <laughs> Here's another good one. Uh, you move to Washington D.C. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You play with Rashid Wallace. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, you're terrible. Uh-huh. Traded to Sacramento. Pranked. <laughs> well, also, here's the hook. Prank. You're playing with Rasheed Wallace and Rod Strickland, and you're the guy on the team who gets busted for marijuana possession. <laughs> Pranked. Pranked. Uh, can we talk about maybe another player who might be a part of this? Like, let's say I show up at Dwight Howard's house and I say I'm his illegitimate son. <laughs> oh, that's good. And then he cuts me a check for $5 million and slams Pranked. the door. He's <laughs> like, never tell anyone this is a non-disclosure agreement. Sign then, it's real quick. And okay, then he, yep. he closes it, and you're like, you have a fart machine ready to go to prove you're his son. I was going to say you have a snake, a gun, and a fart machine. Oh, and you're, you're definitely like, yeah, mine. Yeah, oh, you're yeah. mine. Yes. But My see, back hurts, Dwight too, Howard... As unfunny as show. yeah, as unfunny as Dwight Howard is, that makes sense. Dwight Howard's full court pranks to- makes total well, if sense. If you're hosting a prank show, you're probably not funny. Name a prank show that that's funny. The Impractical Jokers. Oh God, we could get. Let's do another seven minutes on it. <laughs> <laughs> Joey's really. It's it's. This. I want the Warriors to play the Impractical Jokers. <laughs> I don't Next think week. either of us have seen the show. I can't, yeah, you can just the episode when we're both busy doing uh-huh. something and it's just you talking mm-hmm. to yourself or your cat. Uh, but we have to take a quick break. We're actually sponsored this week by a television show, which is well, weird. that's cool. It's really cool because you know we've had various products that may or may not be real, but this is a television show. This is real money coming in. Nice. Um, it's coming out this Christmas. It's a special TV movie event. Uh, ABC Family brings you the heartwarming story of a farm family and the undersized sinner who changes their lives. It's called, as you would expect, Old Zeller. A a pioneer family is left alone when their father goes on a cattle drive. And when the kids run into a bear, they're saved by the gangly Old Zeller, who distracts the bear with his flailing elbows and then wounds him with some accurate long-range shooting. Old Zeller is, of course, Charlotte Hornet's big man Cody Zeller. Actually, this is a dual role, as Tyler Zeller plays Old Zeller in the scenes where Old Zeller sets screens or has rabies. It's kind of like the Olsen twins on Full House, actually. Oh, spoiler alert. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. Anyway, eventually Steve Clifford finds Old Zeller and realizes the new family needs him more and trades him for a protected first-round pick. The kids love Old Zeller's hustle, 
Their mom loves his rebounding, and the cows like that he moves at the same speed as them. Unfortunately, Old Zeller is bitten by Wilson Chandler and develops a terrible case of rabies. I think that's what Jeff Green had after the Celtics traded for him, right? And with Old Zeller biting people and about to enter a restricted free agency, the family has to make a tough choice. This is a heartwarming story for the whole family, especially if they don't mind seeing Michael Kidd Gilchrist shooting a beloved teammate in the head behind the barn. Spoiler again! Old Zeller, this Christmas Eve on ABC Family. Buy low, Zell high. Um, wow. That sounds like a really depressing that a film. kind of dark. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, for Christmas? It's for like Christmas? It's a weird... A murder? I don't... They don't even a murder look that Christmas? much alike. The Zellers? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're both white. I prefer... My favorite Christmas uh, basketball movie is A Partridge and a Plumlee. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. <laughs> is that a Lifetime original? Well, yeah. I, I Does like... Does that star uh, Connie Britton? Yes. Okay. Have you seen Meredith the one... Meredith Baxter Bernie, too. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the one where a group of terrorists take over a Houston Skyrise because it has really poor defenses? What's no. What's it called? Die Harden. <laughs> mm. Joey mm. did not like mm-hmm. that at all. Mm. Joey's response is, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. go on. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> what else have you got for me? Wow, jo- jo- Joey Devine is a Dikembe Mutombo of jokes over here. He's just swatting them <laughs> back left and right. No, thank you. Mike D'Antoni heard on a plane that if you want to get rid of jet lag, you have to take your shoes off put your bare feet on the carpet, make fists with them, and then shave off your mustache for no reason. Oh, don't get me started on <laughs> so that are, again. Don't on, get me started on that mustache. How many weeks of mustache watch are we on now? I mean, Two. we started talking about this last week, but how many weeks of the season have there been? I don't know. Two, oh, eight. T- two months? <laughs> two months? Eight weeks? Started around Halloween, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, it's just, it's all wrong. Again, guys, we just want to point out that he looks terrible without his money. Movember Movember ended, and nary a stray hair was on that white lip of his. He's got to get the fucking mustache back. I saw him again tonight, and it looked like he drank a big glass of milk and didn't wipe his. It hurts my eyes. Yeah, his face has been bleached by the sun, like like an old an old like Led Zeppelin poster was on his childhood bedroom wall. And then he removed the poster, I, and it's just white. And have you I ever feel seen like, the? Oh, go ahead. I, I I feel like Mike D'Antoni shaving his mustache is when we started living in this the darkest timeline. Yeah, uh, that's the that is the the flashpoint. <laughs> There's a version <laughs> of this world where where D'Antoni Hillary, has a mustache. Hillary Clinton's hit, president. David Bowie is alive. <laughs> <laughs> Prince is still dead, though. Yeah, oh, Prince is definitely still terrorist. dead. It's sad, but that's yeah, how that time I mean, went. He wanted he he yeah he, you guys he didn't want to die. But, you know. What team is Al Horford on in that timeline? Uh, the Hawks. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's on still the on the Hawks, and Dwight Howard is on the Celtics. Has retired. <gasps> oh, Dwight Howard's on the Celtics, and it's Dwight so Howard funny. On the Celtics. <laughs> I would love to see Dwight Howard <laughs> and Isaiah Thomas running a pick and roll together. Because he's so big and he's so short. It's like the Grinch and his dog Max. Yes, I was thinking of the movie Twins, oh. but sure, that too. I was thinking of the BFG. Uh, oh, Dwight yeah. Howard does have illegitimate twins, so that would work I was, out. I was also and thinking... And twins? <laughs> I was thinking of My Giant. 
Mm-hmm. Well, we, well, that's come up before on the podcast George, before. George Murison. I, I believe you <laughs> thought that movie was about slavery until well, about yeah. three weeks ago. <laughs> well, yeah. So Billy Crystal buys a giant. That's what happens in the movie, right? He's like, "I here's a thousand dollars for your finest giant." And they're like, how about this Slavic motherfucker? They're like, yeah, I'll take him. That's cruel. George Mirasaw is not anyone's toy. He's a human being. What the fuck? What kind of movie is this? I agree with everything you said morally, just not so much in how it related to anything that happened in that movie. Listen, man. Uh, we got to stick up for people of color, women, uh, giants, I'm <laughs> large human beings. Do you see that I'm wearing a giant safety pin on my shirt right yes, now? That's, that's saying that if you're a giant of color, <laughs> I will support you. It's really hard to be that big. Ask anybody who's that big. Yeah. Well, I mean, people it's also support for the LGBT community. <laughs> Come on, this man. You took is, that too far. This episode has been off the rails. <laughs> I was talking about Impractical Jokers for like 15 straight minutes. This and, 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 neither, and the greatest thing was that neither of us had seen Impractical Jokers. Yeah. And I also no, believe... Q? What the fuck? I'm fairly sure you didn't describe anything about the show. I know that it's a prank show. And they and have a cruise that they go on? There there's a, a guy cruise, named yeah. Q. But the cruise is not No, televised. it's like the Weezer cruise or whatever. Like a booze cruise? No, like a... It, well, like you think it's booze, cruise. but then kaboom! It's <laughs> yeah. a prank. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's this has been Clorox bleach the whole time. All prank right. teenies. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> this is why we should never record an episode of this show after watching the late game. Oh my god! You know what it was? It was seeing Billy Crystal that that fired it, us all it up. Broke us like, all. Oh. Billy Crystal was wearing a Sager Strong T-shirt with great, great. great support Craig Sager in, in in that cause, but also like a newsboy cap. <laughs> it was weird. He was he was actually uglier than Blake Griffin's defense. Yeah, yeah. He looked terrible and he uglier looked like than Donald Blake Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird because he had his hands on his very large distended <laughs> belly the whole time. And he kept using the N-word. That was weird. That was weird. He was wearing blackface, though, so I think it's okay. Right? Uh, who, who tweeted at us uh, the picture of oh, Jimmy Fallon? Oh, genial black man. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon in blackface. That was a great find. Playing why Chris we, Rock. Why do we talk about Billy Crystal on this show so much? Because we're talking about like, well, he was just on. He's also working on his new Broadway show that is called Three Fifths of Seven Hundred Sundays, which is all that the Constitution allowed a black vaudeville performer. Come okay, on. Okay. All right. Sean. All right. <laughs> we're going to wrap this episode up with what we always do, and that is to combat. Two teams. Wait, we're not done team. yet. Yes, we are. <laughs> no, there's one more thing I want to talk about. Okay. There's no. more entertainment news. <laughs> All right. I True just want TV this original to be over. presents. <laughs> uh, what do you want to talk about? Matthew Delavadova. They're making um, a movie about his life. Yeah. So uh, who is this? Like the Australian government? No, like Hollywood producers. Like they the produce produ role models. They produce like the real, real movie people are making <laughs> a Matthew Della Vadova movie. I thought you were gonna say they produced the Rollerball remake. <laughs> no, okay. is there like a like an underdog story where it's like heartwarming, but the underdog is just constantly diving at people's knees and like spitting on them, and it's like 
just like a real mean dog. <laughs> like, yeah, we didn't estimate you very much. Yeah. But you cheated your way into the league. Yeah, like if Rocky just kept cheating against Apollo Creed. Like just he like sneaks a low blow. Yeah, just keeps hitting him in the dick. <laughs> like if Draymond like, Green was a, a boxer. Like, Rocky, here's how you win. You bite him. <laughs> bite his ear off, Rock. Yeah. Rock, like, you gotta you gotta attach yourself to a superstar boxer. Yeah. Just work in his corner. Three superstars at least. It's also going to be a weird movie where the triumphant scene is somebody going to, to Milwaukee. Yeah, like <laughs> like I think Tommy Boy is the only other movie where yeah. someone is celebrating by returning to Wisconsin. Even uh, yeah. American movie, they're like, yeah, how do we get out of this <laughs> place? Doing? So, Even Laverne and Shirley left. Here's yeah, my question, though. <laughs> Who plays Matthew Delavadova first off? Oh, this is a hard choice. Do you want someone that's Australian or someone that is a good actor? I mean, see what I did there, guys. Ooh, <laughs> in your face, Heath Ledger and Tom Jeffrey Hardy, Ryan. Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> Suck Luke <it> Hemsworth, <laughs> Liam Hemsworth. <laughs> Fuck all y'all. Uh, yeah, let's see who should play Matthew Delavadova. Ashton Kutcher. He's no, he Kyle. plays Kyle Corver. Okay. Oh, um, yeah, he's Kyle Corver. Yeah. <laughs> what about? I think you got to go Miles Teller. Interesting. Both the worst and best actor in Hollywood. I think yes. All at the same yeah. time. Is it weird that he's playing Vinny Pazienza? I don't know Can, who that is. Oh, the, the paralyzed that boxer. Who yeah. He looks who cares, nothing man. like that guy. I mean, he also looks nothing like a successful Hollywood actor. Oh. I, mean, okay. I guess Bond, somebody, somebody I mean, who hasn't oh, seen you Fantastic know, Four. You know what I got to say is uh, he could play Delavadova because he sinks a lot of bombs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, I don't know who should play him. I, I, I feel like if I did... You can't even cast Delavadova. How are you going to cast LeBron James? Well, I think That's I would point. like to cast Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Oh, who would you like to cast? Kevin I would I would cast an old man who's like Uncle Drew's age and then <laughs> Benjamin Button the makeup. So like Danny Glover. Is yeah, playing Danny Kyrie Glover Irving. is Kyrie Irving. Who's playing Dave Blatt? Oh, oh. Billy Crystal. No, yeah. no, no, no. My Giants Billy Crystal. <laughs> no. Like, uh, uh, why don't we run uh, the triangle offense? I'm like a fighter pilot. <laughs> like oh. a fighter pilot? I would That's so David much Blatt. rather watch a David Blatt movie than a Matthew Delvin. That would be movie. amazing. Yeah, just a, it's in Hebrew for most of it, or, or in Turkey. Like, what language do they speak in Turkey? I'm I would sorry. have that guy who won the Oscar for Bridge of Spies. Oh, yeah, Blatt. Mark Rylance. Mark Rylance. Well, he did play the BFG, too. So he could definitely be CGI. He can play, play big and he can play small, yeah. just like the Cavs. Just, yeah, like yeah. LeBron James. He can go so down low. So Channing Fry plays himself. I'm sorry. That guy is oh, yeah, a sure. talent. Okay. Uh, but who plays LeBron James, you guys? John Cena. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> returned his Tropic Thunder form. I mean, See Thomas Howell. What actor from is Soul as, Man? What actor is as tall as LeBron at all? Well, but he doesn't have to be as tall. He just has to be taller than Six the actor just taller playing than the actor. Well, yeah, what they're going to do is they're going to make everybody smaller like they did in the Lord of the Rings movies. That is going to be fantastic because Matthew Delavidova is also from 
a neighboring Lord of the Rings country. Yeah, almost. God, it, wouldn't it be great if this was like a $150 million CG epic <laughs> and it was just because Directed of the relative sizes Miller? of the actors? <laughs> so Andrew Bogut, uh, apparently a big fan of uh, the alt-right movement. Oh, man. Australian alt-right superstar. And future Trump appointee Andrew Bogan. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Uh, what has he been up to lately? Well, he's going to be the first dual appointee slash deportee, which is going to be, <laughs> that'll be a great milestone. The first time a cabinet official is just stabbed in the back and sent to Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> well, well, we have to explain time. how he's an alt-right. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, uh, he He has been speaking on Twitter about his belief that a pizza restaurant in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. is secretly a place for Hillary Clinton and her cronies to sell child prostitute sex slaves. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Yes, I, I believe and so. by the way, the same pizza place was the target of a, a mass Tragic shooting. shooting. Yeah, yeah. Who, who, thought, who believed this nonsense story and believed that he was saving lives by murdering people. Mm-hmm. And Andrew Bogut's like, um... I, I don't see any proof. Could be old CNN's telling you it's not the truth. <laughs> uh, I, That's not the truth. This is the <laughs> truth. <laughs> Can the title of this episode be that? <laughs> this, that's the quote for the title of the episode. I uh, don't understand how people in the NBA, like the team, uh, the, the Mavericks uh, PR department isn't telling him to shut up. This is a really like. Is there a a less sensitive response to an event of this? I nature? think I th- I actually think Mark Cuban at this point was so vocal in being anti-Trump, and now Hillary Clinton lost. Dirk Nowitzki has been out the entire mm-hmm. year, and now he's just like, I can't say anything right now. I got to make sure Shark Tank gets a season twelve. Yeah, he's got a he's uh. He can't even talk about the fact that Darren Williams' hair is is obviously sharpie painted on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. not even painted. And then there's the poopery ads that he's selling. That was weird to have a Mavs Kings game. You're like, this is pretty shitty, and then it just said poopery behind it twelve times. Mm-hmm. Twelve times. Weird, weird in-game sponsor. Yeah, more times than Clay Thompson dribbled on his <laughs> mace. <laughs> We uh, when we used to watch Clippers games, they had really low, like way worse sponsors. And at one point, um, very obese, disappointing Warriors big man Victor Alexander was slowly running up the court, and all the courtside ads flipped to say Fat Burger. <laughs> and me and my sister didn't know that was a restaurant in L.A. And we were like, "That's the perfect name for Victor Alexander. <laughs> He's Fat Burger." So, Sean, you've been giving out nicknames yes, oh, for yeah. years now. I, I believe you have a, a you have a nick you have a nickname this week for us. I have a nickname this week because um, you can't give yourself a nickname. We have to give it to you. That's true. That's, That's the true. rule. And who so, are we giving a nickname to this week? Do you, do, are we going for the rook or the veteran this week? I'm going for the uh, the, let's vet. Go with the v- v- rookie. Oh, rookie. Okay. Yeah, because there's, the there's a surprise that you said you had for us on oh, the rookie. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so this is a nickname for our, our rookie, disappointing shooting guards for the New Orleans Pelicans. Buddy Heel. Yeah, one of the mm-hmm. favorites of the podcast here. He does have a nickname, and it's Buddy, but Buddy is it is nickname. not a good nickname. No. So it's also what you say when you forget someone's name. It's also his bust name. But doesn't he have another nickname? Well, I think his name should actually be Bud Tender. 
because uh, that's going to be his job in about three years when he washes out of the league. Um, watching him, uh, you can tell it's kind of a strain. There's lots of different strains of weed that mm-hmm. you can get. Um, and, you know, a lot of his shots are about as smooth as stones. So I feel like those <laughs> His shot work. tenderly bounces off of the uh, the rim every single time he takes a shot. Yeah, and, you know, I could see him, like, being like a regular weed dealer who just holds on to the weed and won't give it to you and just keeps talking and wasting time, and eventually your shot clock is gone. <laughs> All right. Uh, but his real name, by the way, is Shavano Rainier Healed. And so his nickname he got in... The Bahamas, where he grew up, was Buddy. Yeah. Do you know where Buddy came from? No. He was named that because he reminded his grandmother of Bud Bundy (laughs) from Married with Children. Wait, no. Yes. I thought you were going to say she she was reminded of Buddy from the movie Air Bud because he was such a good basketball player. But this is much worse. Not only a sitcom character... A sitcom character who Bud Bunny's not good at anything. No, no. Bud Bunny is uh, the, the worst biggest loser. Yeah, on he's the, the show. biggest yeah. loser in TV on a history, show that maybe? only has losers. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, Al Bundy losers. makes fun of Marcy his son. and Steve are losers. Uh-huh. Marcy's new husband, whoever he is. <laughs> yeah. uh, and yet, Bud is still at the bottom of the totem pole. And she saw her son or her grandson and was like, "You remind me." Of America and the promise of America and the way that you can have a lot of advantages in America and really fail. Like, say, if you're drafted in the lottery, (laughs) (laughs) playing with a generational player like Anthony Davis, and yet you don't even get your 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 option picked up, which might be where he's heading. Also, uh, I guess he reminds her of a sad virgin. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. That's also a, a very fundamental part. Of, uh, Maybe the most fundamental part of his character. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys think Buddy Heald's had sex before? I think he has. Joey? Yeah, for sure. I think Buddy Heald, I don't know when he <laughs> Listen, <laughs> he surprised the Pelicans by not being good at basketball. I think that, should, surprise be, I think that should be the title of this episode. <laughs> Do you think Buddy Heald's <laughs> had sex before? <laughs> That's weird. He's also like like I think Buddy Yield is uh like a like a cute man. Sure. Yeah, he's handsome. Yeah, he's perfectly reasonable. Yeah, he and was a very, star at a college basketball and very rich now. So yeah. yeah. Oh, so here is <laughs> Sean just discovered I just something. Found another extension of this. So they used to call him Bud. Uh-huh. And they're like he looks like Bud Bundy. He reminds us of Bud Bundy. He's Bud. But then a drug dealer in the neighborhood named Bud died, so they had to switch it to Buddy. Wow. So he's like, you remind us of a Bahamian drug dealer <laughs> and Bud Bundy from Married with Children. That is the most tortured nickname origin story I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. And yet we're giving him a new nickname. <sighs> that's meaner. Well, actually, that's it's not a great also, nickname, Also, let me honest. just, let's go back to the to the original point. Of all of this, it, it, someone gave him his bust name. His bust name oh, his isn't bust name. even yeah. his given Christian right. name. If his name is Shivano Healed, he could be. That's good. actually a guy who's good. I think. Yeah. that's a guy. He's, he's like not a, a star. Late first round, maybe a six like, man of the year. Yeah, he's like he's a six man of yeah. the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's someone Joey Devine would really like to watch. Yeah, Shavano. 
Have you guys seen Shivano Hill? He's so good. Oh, he's so good. He runs the pick and roll. Uh, but so someone cursed him. His grandmother cursed him to be a bust. I think Bud Bundy cursed him. Well, no, it's not the <laughs> show's fault. It's his grandmother mm. for for giving him this. I don't name. know. It's like a butterfly effect situation. I think. Like, uh, yeah. Like this... you film a sitcom in L.A. and a kid gets a a, a kid who's going to be a basketball star gets uh, a, gets a bus name thousands of miles away there's in the a, Bahamas. There's <laughs> a sliding doors version yeah. of Buddy Heald's life where he's a late first rounder and he surprises everyone. You know, D'Antoni puts that mustache life. back on. He might be Shivano oh Heald. <laughs> this is incredible. By the way, just just to bring this full circle, the beginning of David Faustino, the actor who played Bud Bundy's Wikipedia page, describes him as an American actor and rapper. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he did rap uh, quite a bit. I, what was his rap name? Is that on there? He had like a like a thing. You know, Faustino healed. That's a star. That's that's a if yeah. he were Faustino healed. That's a once in a generational talent. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a stretch five. That's a guy who one. plays. That's a guy who plays two sports. <laughs> that's like Faustino, Faustino knows basketball. Yeah, Faustino healed is like a running back and a point guard. Oh yeah, no, he <laughs> plays for the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. And he plays jazz. And he's won <laughs> a lot of auto races in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shall we have the Warriors play? Yeah, who are they playing? Um, Sean, please do the honors. All right. Every week we match up the transcendent 2016-17 Warriors against another formidable team this year to celebrate and coincide with the holiday release of its DVD. The Warriors are going to face... The Suicide Squad. Oh, man. <laughs> now, th- the logical question here is, are they trying to uh, save uh, the city from the Enchantress, or are they playing basketball? They're playing basketball. They're definitely playing basketball. <sighs> they have pow- The Suicide Squad have, like, things that could help them at basketball. Yeah. Yeah. The thing they also have, though, is uh, a bomb in their heads that explodes whenever the 24 second clock goes off. So, they're, they're going to have efficient. to they're going to have to be efficient. Yeah. yeah. Well, Will Smith's character Deadshot is uh better or worse than Clay Thompson? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know if he gets as hot as Clay Thompson, but he's got range for sure. Has I he murdered like more people than Clay Thompson? Yes. Okay, we we sure Absolutely. about that. Absolutely. Okay. Having only seen the trailer, I believe there is another character who gets as hot as Clay Thompson, and his name is Diablo. 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 Yeah, I've seen yeah. it twice, yeah, yeah, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I can name all of the Suicide Squad. Okay, do it. Okay, there's Rick Flag, mm-hmm. Deadshot, uh-huh. Harley Quinn, mm-hmm. right. a Diablo, mm-hmm. a Boomer, Captain Boomerang. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh God. I'm getting I'm, Enchantress is technically part of the uh-huh. Suicide Squad at the beginning, and then she turns on them. Um, Amanda Waller. Amanda Waller is not on the team, but she's she's the leader of the yeah. team. She's their she's Steve like Kerr the coach. Okay, yeah, she's Steve Kerr. There's is Captain Boomerang like Delhi? Yeah, because he's Australian. Okay. Yeah, that's Jai Courtney. Yeah. Oh wow, America's least favorite movie star. He should play <laughs> Delhi. Yeah, Jai Courtney should play Delhi for sure. <laughs> much like, much like, yeah, that would be great actually. 
they've both gotten a lot of unearned opportunities. <laughs> Been carried by more talented black men <laughs> into very successful uh, teams. Uh, okay, there's, there's one more squad. There's, there's only one more guy. No, there's two. Oh no, there's uh, Killer Croc. Oh, there's three then. Killer Croc. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh, oh, the K- Katana. Katana. Yeah. And then and? Uh, the guy. <laughs> What, the the Native American guy yeah. who dies the in the rope first scene. guy the rope guy yeah, what's his name bungee cord <laughs> yeah. red shirt is his name red shirt red shirt that's a Star Trek don't they reference. murder him right away yeah, yeah he, oh. he 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 died. don't How do spoil you know? Suicide Squad oh, for our listeners oh, I'm doing the everyone a favor by spoiling Suicide Squad. <laughs> There's one guy left. It's like ripcord Rip, or something, yeah, but it's not. <laughs> I want to. Oh, keep, and the Joker. He's not in the yeah, Suicide but, Squad. Well, he's gonna play for them. He so he's the Joker is basically the like trade deadline buyout that they sign, right? Okay. Maybe. Sure. He's like their Verizhou. <laughs> right. So he's, he's a just fr- a deep. He's bench not guy. on the Suicide Squad, but they pick him up for the. Sure. Line. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that's so. like Dwight Howard, like another real funny guy <laughs> who's secretly a sociopath. Very soft, okay. too. Let's match him up. Okay. Uh, so I think we should have KD on Will Smith, on Deadshot. Okay. Because if it, the only way to stop someone that accurate is to block their shot, mm-hmm. and why not put a guy with long You're arms? You're not putting Draymond on him? Okay, maybe. Uh, Draymond's their best that, defender. I just want that length, though. Draymond's arms are really long. All right, all right. We'll put. We'll. You got to put your best defender on Dray. Sure. Dead fair I think it's okay. got to be Draymond. Okay. So who's guarding Harley Quinn? Clay Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know why that made me laugh. Eventually, they're just playing like a phone game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <they're laughs> well, actually, we need to decide who's in the starting five for the Suicide Squad because well, they have more it. than five. Yeah. We'll do it. I think you just keep walking. We'll keep, keep walking. Yeah. We'll keep okay. Okay. Up. Who's on uh, Rick Flag? I don't know what he does. <laughs> He's like a, He's soldier a soldier guy. He's just a soldier. It's it's the guy from the Killing. But he played RoboCop. But he he's just like has guns and stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's just a guy. Is he divorced? <laughs> no. <laughs> What's his motivation? Uh, he's in love with the Enchantress, Enchantress the bad yeah, yeah. guy. So he's conflicted that he has to kill his own girlfriend. Also, he works for the government. How yeah, he so he's a oh, square. So he's, not a, he's not a criminal. He's no, like, he's a yeah. He's he's in charge of them. He has yeah, to he's make their sure leader. They, yeah, they do the right. Steph thing. Curry. He's like Mike Brown. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mike Brown. <laughs> uh, no, I, Mike Brown would or, or Steve Kerr would be Amanda Waller. Okay. Yeah. So I would say you hide. Steph, you put Steph Curry Steph on Rick Flag. Yeah, on yeah. Rick Flag. Okay. Yeah. He's not really. He doesn't have any superpowers. Right. Okay. Uh, I think Diablo should be starting. Since yeah. he could, you know, burn down the entire arena uh-huh. if he wanted to, and he probably has played basketball in prison, uh-huh. so he's probably yeah. pretty decent at basketball. I, Draymond, Durant, that's who Durant's on though. Is on the guy who sets himself on fire. I would probably put Zaza on him. Oh yeah, because Zaza, if Zaza gets burned, and then Javale, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, you know what? A waste yeah, of reason best you have five cents. But the thing about the fire guy is he doesn't like being a fire guy, so he's rarely on fire. Right. Oh, so you just don't want Verizhel to be there because Verizhel will keep running, annoy him, him to the point, and then he'll <laughs> yeah. burst into flames. Yeah. So, so again, you want somebody who can defend without fouling. You definitely fouling. don't. Yeah. Want, you don't want Draymond on him either. Yeah. yeah. I okay. think you put Durant on him, and you're just like, just hang back. I know yeah. I ask this question a lot, but I think it's applicable here as well. 
Are we concerned that the Warriors don't want to play against a team that has the devil on it? <laughs> El Diablo? I mean, like, aren't they like, oh, God, no. No, uh-uh. I would say that most of the team is, and David West and Draymond Green do not fear the devil. Yeah. All right. I would say that's fair. I wouldn't even be surprised if Draymond Green's like, oh, I remember you when I signed that contract my senior year of college. <laughs> To get this amazing life. <laughs> you okay. told me I'd, I'd have basketball talent. I'd learn to shoot threes. And all you required from me is a blood sacrifice every two weeks <laughs> at the bottom of my shoe. <laughs> so it sounds like. You keep walking pretty, us through. We're, we're no, we're already done. Up. We already have uh, all five That's are four. matched up. That's four. Okay, so who's left? Pick a you got to oh, pick, pick a suicide squad. Yeah. Pick a squad. It's got to be Captain Boomerang, right? That's okay, their starting Captain five. Captain Boomerang. Wait, does the Joker doesn't start? He's not on the Suicide Squad. <laughs> he's on their team for this. Though. I imagine oh, that. I, I imagine he's like Rodman. I'm, he's like riding a bike on the sidelines. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm a Suicide Squad purist, uh-huh. and I will not allow the Joker to be put on this team. What do you he's think he's? On what do you think he does during the game? He's just watching from the stands. <laughs> I, what if he had? on his girlfriend what about a poisonous kiss cam <laughs> and he sees clay getting too close to harley quinn and oh he's gonna he's gonna masturbate and send his cum to all the warriors that's sorry a, that's jared leto not the actual joker i'm sorry i forgot i, I do think uh, that he's that's gonna something. blast 30 seconds to mars and it's gonna be terrible and everyone's gonna cover their ears and then diablo can dunk I think that's sorry, a, that was Jared Leto again. I'm sorry. What was I thinking? That is a thing that we should be concerned about for the Warriors <laughs> is if someone fouls Harley Quinn too hard and the Joker goes crazy and shoots a bunch of people. Yeah. He could kill Kevin Durant with with his gun and then they're down a play. Who's going to fill in for Kevin Durant? Kayvon Looney? Here's I think I, you send JaVale McGee to hang out with the Joker and like show him his drone. So he's so the Joker's distracted. I and the Joker <laughs> and the Joker's like really thrown off because he's like Javale McGee is like yeah I just kind of mess around on social media and they have this fake persona called Pierre and Joker's like just like me yeah <laughs> yeah no Javale McGee is the Warriors Joker okay so yeah because yeah. he just wants to watch the world burn yeah. while he catches logs yeah exactly. so uh, that threat is neutralized mm-hmm. okay. okay. Uh, you still haven't picked a fifth starter. Okay, for the a fifth starter. It's got to be Captain Boomerang yeah. versus Zaza, or, right? or or a bungee cord or whatever his name <laughs> is. What's Captain Boomerang? What's Captain Boomerang? He throws power? boomerangs, and he has a little doll. Dude, or none something. of these guys have any worthwhile power. The guy well, the that fire sets guy, on fire. The fire guy. I understand. There's a it fire comes in real handy. But at the, end. the rest of the starting five is like tall guy, <laughs> goth, uh, national Kyle? guard. Um, sexual assault and the, victim. And that's why that's where they're like, geez, yeah. we gotta have like eleven of these supervillains to get three powers. <laughs> I mean, there is a crocodile man. Uh yeah, he's not starting because he's sort of like Bobon. He can only play twenty minutes. He's matched up with David West. They yeah, just wrestle each other. Yeah. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then eventually they fall in love with their shared love of Cajun food. Yeah. And <laughs> then Iguadal is matched up with Ripcord or Katana or whoever off the bench. Ripcord, what is his name? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I don't know the Suicide Squad. I don't know the comic. I don't know the movie. I'm unimpressed by their powers. I think the Warriors are gonna win, but I think Patrick McCaw is gonna die. <laughs> 
if that's the worst thing that happens, you guys are going to be fine. I, I'm going to go with the Warriors. Deadshot's going to score a lot of points. Yeah, but you got to have somebody else. Yeah. Too. The Warriors can pass the ball all the way around the court. You know, they got so many weapons. Deadshot's only weapon is a gun. A lot of them seem to only just have like a gun <laughs> yeah. or a boomerang or a or baseball like, bat. I mean, does Harley Quinn have like she has a, a baseball bat? She also okay. has guns. Too. I was gonna say she has like a Claire's discount. Yeah, card. yeah, she's like a Hot Topic. She's yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think she has uh, an employee discount at Hot Topic. The only power she has is PTSD, and that's not a power. No, yeah. and all the Warriors have PTSD after the finals last year. Anyway, they did blow a three-one. I mean, they have MK Ultra according to Brendan Lynch. So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I'm taking the Warriors. I'm also taking the Warriors. So what happens to the Suicide Squad if they don't win? Well, then they go back to prison. Yeah. Oh. If they win, though, then they get their freedom. That's yeah. why they're playing, is so that they can be released from the maximum security prison in Louisiana. And but then they, they lost, so they go back. They just go back to the prison. But then they have to play another basketball game later. Against the Cavs. Yeah, they play the Cavs. <laughs> Until they win, they have to keep playing basketball. And then they play So they the go through all Clippers. of the NBA team. Eventually, they get down to the, the Sixers. I mean, and they're in Louisiana. Maybe. Do you think they could take the Pelicans? I think Crocodile Man... <laughs> Eats Buddy Heel. Yeah, would <laughs> run through that soft-ass team. So, no. <laughs> so, Warriors 1, Suicide Squad 0. Suicide Squad 1... Pelicans zero. <laughs> yeah. So the Pelicans are more of the like assisted suicide squad. <laughs> okay, so that's what we were trying to get to when you brought that up. Okay. God damn it. <laughs> Cut that out. Any of the plugs, episode. guys? Okay, so hey, I'm the host of this show. <laughs> Any plugs, guys? Yes, Dave, thank you for asking. <laughs> I'm at Dave underscore shilling on Twitter, and you can find me on The Guardian all the time. And, uh, other stuff in my life. You know, I'll be on the Mass Man show again at some point on the ringer. Blah, blah, blah. J- uh, Sean? Um, I'm headlining the San Francisco Punchline on Tuesday, December 20th. Sure you are. Also, if you're up in Humboldt, I don't think we have any listeners there, but if you're up in Humboldt, I'll be at the uh, the Jambalaya on December 22nd. If you are a listener in Humboldt, please tweet at Sean and tell him that We're you are. We're really Humboldt. just talking to Cornell Reed. <laughs> yeah. That's him. <laughs> Former guest. Former guest. Uh, Joey, anything to plug? Uh, no, not really. Okay, great. Ra- at Round ba- Round Rock Pod on Twitter, at Joey Divine on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, email us, Round Ball Rock Pod at Gmail, podcast at gmail.com. No, oh. it's Round Ball Rock Pod <laughs> at gmail.com. This is why you don't get any emails, because you always say it wrong. Round Ball Rock Pod at gmail.com. And, uh, yes, please, please do all those things. Uh, we will be back next week. Oh wait, I was on another podcast. Oh you, oh yeah, asshole! Yeah. You you have to be so clever not having a thing to to promote. Uh, now you do. I was on the podcast called "Does Your Favorite Movie Suck?" It's a really funny podcast. Their podcast. They're a friend of ours. Uh, listen to my episode. We watched Willow and then talked about how much uh, we didn't like it, but we sorted of it. I don't know. It's good. It's a good yeah, podcast. Listen up. It's, it's the Oklahoma City Thunder of movies. We kind of like it and we kind of don't. Trust the process? Yeah. yeah trust, sure. the process. yeah trust, trust the process. Trust the process. Okay. Uh.
y'all. It's like, it's like, what's it like? My microphone's a black, I'm dipped in that. Uh-huh. The beat's my mash, jam you for the platinum you have. Run it, the illest, watch me become it. I'm here, been took Ebola like straight to the wig. Speak truth like kids, tell you what you don't know. Kobe, yeah, he's real with the flow. Kick in the dough, wave in the flow, flow. All you hear was stop, can't take the hits no more. Ha, didn't know I had your block on SWAT. I'm CIA, got nothing but beat cops. I rock like my mom's main name was Place you on my A-fiend list and pay you cane. Think you can handle? Not get stripped when you rock? Big again. You'll find you lost your mind of judgment. My confidence springs from watching y'all fall. Uh, Force the hustle, rap ain't y'all. I'ma hop in your brain, tell you what you thinking. And as I'm speaking, but I ain't him writing. So cold, I put the ice in nicest. You're too broke to pay attention, and my style is priceless. If you hear me say that means I'm a thug poet. If I say my mind, that means I'm a thug poet. If I say that I'm a even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.